Welcome to The Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene-by-scene analysis. Featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support The Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. All right, everyone. So we are very excited. Monday and I are very excited. We are about to do a live read of <laughs> In the Bleak Midwinter. Yes, and it's been about a year and a half, right? Year and a half, yeah. Um it went on hiatus, I think in January of 2021. So in the time that this has been on hiatus, I went and got a master's degree. Like <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I think I think I only came across it when it was already on hiatus. I read, I think I literally read them all in one day or two days. It's like 40, what is it? Oh yeah, it was like 42 episodes. So yeah, yeah, you could kill that in a day easily. But that's a a pretty decent webtoon season, I think. Like some, like usually it's it's like, I would say 40 to maybe even 100 plus is like the range, but definitely seen it. Purple Hyacinth, for example, is usually about 50. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I guess I want to do a little recap. I know I just reread, um, I theoretically reread all of it, but not really. Like, I reread all of it for screenshots, and then I reread um, up to, like, 30, 31. And I made, like, a chapter-by-chapter little outline, uh, specifically looking for plot points, because I wanted to write down anything that I thought was relevant to the plot, like, kind of, like, the mystery details. So I made a Google Doc. Um, I'll probably link it down here. And, yeah, so I guess do you want to recap a little bit? There's basically, it's this dystopian world. Mm-hmm. I'll let you. I'll let you have a shot. I'm gonna pull it up because I mean I remember the plot of this pretty decently. I think so. Like use what your doc and tell me if I'm right. So basically, um, this girl she was going through really uh rough traumatic um death in her family. Um, get the idea that she maybe blames herself for it, but we don't know what. So in this world, they have really advanced technology and androids, for example, and she does this thing where she can sleep in like a like a water pod thing kind of basically be put into like a stasis almost for like a year and she won't dream won't feel anything won't age and she signs up for a year but 25 years pass and in that time the androids kind of have a war with the humans and the atmosphere gets destroyed and it's toxic air and like a bunch of people are dead and it's perpetual winter and she wakes up and oh yeah I forgot to mention as well in this world they have soulmates mm-hmm. and her timer all like when she went in yeah um, some people do not all but she does have one and when she went in the pod she had about 25 years left and she emerged from the pod like spontaneously maybe 30 seconds before her timer went off without her even realizing it and then turns around to see her presumably soulmate holding a gun to her head and he immediately just shoots her kills her but she doesn't say that <laughs> that's basically the first three episodes in a nutshell mm-hmm. yeah so i guess another so that was a great recap the other like important plot point is that her mom was the scientist who invented the soulmates uh, sorry the soulmates <laughs> the uh the androids um established i i vaguely remember that i don't know if that was canon yet or not i you just read it so if it's in yeah yeah it's in the first couple episodes they're like zoe whatever her name is zoe amani something was responsible for this and she left us her family of of droids and um you know they're blaming her and she disappeared from the public eye 
Um, at the funeral of her little sister, sounds like she was dead. Basically, her little sister dies right um, before this, right in the opening incident. Um, and it seems as though it's sort of a little bit um, Anya's fault because she let droids be near her. But there was some kind of accident and then her little sister died. So a few more plot points I noticed later on is that Omega in a conversation with Anya tells Anya, oh, your little sister, she must have been one of the, and it's cut off. So I think there's something significant about the little sister. Mm. And um, yeah, so basically what happens is, is Anya wakes up, she encounters her brother Ale Alexi. Alexi is a big jerk. He kills her again to try to see if she's an android trick. She's not. She just has these regenerative abilities. She can wake up again and again and again, even after being killed. And he tries to use her to kill the um, war general of the androids, whose name is Omega, who's her soulmate. And she goes out, she does sort of incapacitate him, but she can't bring herself to actually shoot him. Then he has a conversation with her. He's like, why didn't you shoot me? She ends up actually, yes, shooting him. And then he tells her, no, it wasn't the androids who started the war. It was the humans who started the war. So both sides are blaming each other for the war. And we don't know what the truth is. Um, we do know that Delta had, it seems that Ani was part of an experiment that Delta was doing. Um, there's a couple of clues. Delta, who is um, um, Omega's brother. Right. Yes. And he has no sympathy. Like, Omega has some human sympathies. You see that um, Delta criticizes him for having human sympathies. You also see that he bleeds red and black because androids bleed black, humans bleed red, and Omega and Delta are part of the 10, which are, like, the... Um, they're the ones that have the Greek letters. Um, there's only three of them left. There's Alpha, sorry, there's Omega, Delta, and Gamma, who's their sister. Mm -hmm. And um, they seem to be part of the original 10. They're indestructible. They also regenerate. And they seem to call Anya's, Anya's mom their mom. Um, they mention her at some point. So they're, they yeah. seem to decide like half droids, half human. Yeah, I, I think the the main idea is that they are on some level human, which makes sense because Omega has a soulmate mark on his wrists, which only humans get. So he's got to have at least some human in him to right. have that. And he's like, no, it's a mistake. It's a mistake. <laughs> I find that conversation so hilarious. He's like, it can't be. You're kind of flawed. Um, but yeah, and then this whole, there's our my favorite character, Ivan. Ivan. <laughs> he's a really nice guy. Um, hopefully I'll make a whole video about him and Kieran mm. coming soon. So, but I love him. That's all, all I need to say now. <laughs> he's great. And um, he cares for Anya. He is like kind of the second in command. He's one of the military people there. And the final kind of like event of the, of season one was that they um, get, he and um, Ivan and Omega and Anya, um, well, first Anya and Ivan go out to meet this person from the East, Galina, who is going to help them, um, I think, like, rebuild the shields and make the air non-toxic. But then they get captured by these, this third party, who's an unknown third party. They want Omega. We don't know why. We don't know what they are. Um, but they capture all three of them. They're, they're fighting. No, they only capture, I think, right, Omega capture them, and right. Ivan, because Anya ends up with Delta. And now they're both like, we need to get them back. Right. So... <laughs> First, they this is they have this encounter role for them are are fighting against them, and then Anya decides um, she wants to broker some kind of peace. She's always been trying to broker peace, um, hasn't really worked. But she says, "I'm going to go with you." You know, Omega, you want me? I'm going to go to your side if you. Um, I don't know. I forgot. Like, let them go together free. with us. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, and then um, they are about to get captured by the these like third party people. Um, Delta is coming, but he's not there soon enough. And then Ivan and Omega are very heroically. They're like, you go and we'll, you know, we'll cover you. You just escape because they're very like. And then Ivan also dramatically reveals that he knows that Omega is Anya's soulmate. And yes. I was shook. I was very so shook. Smart. Now that I reread it, I noticed when he first noticed it, because when Anya, when Alexi first tells Anya, you have to kill Omega, she's like, no, I'm not a killer. And then she looks at her soulmate marker and Ivan notices right over there. Like you see him notice. Mm. So he's an observant young man. <laughs> mm. Oh, one other thing quick I want to bring up about Ivan. He's got a cute baby brother. Yes. And I think that's going to end in tragedy because of how they shook the little brother and he got um, type 1 diabetes, apparently like needs insulin shots. I don't see things ending well for him, but I still love him. He is precious and sweet and I really hope that he lives, but I don't know... And I don't think that it's going to happen. Aww. And as soon as he was introduced, I was like, oh no, this child is going to die. But who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I'm always optimistic. So, you know, I don't know. But he did like that. When we did the, the Witcher one week. and they introduced the one owning his farm. And then I was immediately like, oh, he's going to die. It's like that feeling. Maybe. It but- is the last thing that Ivan tells Anya, when he feels like he might die, he's like, you take care of Misha if something happens to me. It's a very touching scene. Like, we see their relationship getting built up. Ivan also doesn't believe in soulmates. Um, I think there's a little bit of him that's like, I don't know, jealous, but he's, I happen to like that he doesn't believe in soulmates because I think that it means he's a, an individual thinker and he believes in, like, free choice. He's like, why should you wait around for, like, you know, your soulmate marker? Like, you can choose yourself. But he clearly likes Anya. <laughs> But Anya thinks Omega is her soulmate, and Omega has, you know, feelings about that. Like, he must, he tries to deny it, but he definitely has, like, a human heart, and I think he definitely feels something for Anya. Um, I wouldn't call it love, but something. <laughs> Who knows? It might develop into love. I don't know. This is one of those weird instances where, like, she could end up with either one of them, and I don't think I would mind because they're both pretty interesting well-rounded individual characters in their own right and I don't see this being turned into like a love triangle situation so I'm really just kind of chill to see what happens with it I'm not pro one side or pro the other side I think I'm maybe just slightly more omega right now just because I don't know he's got I don't know the broody tenor I don't know I really don't know but Ivan is also so like fiery and smart but also funny and cares about his brother and sharpshooter I don't know they both have good qualities that I I like and again it doesn't really matter who she ends up with I don't really like it's one of those things where it's like she could end up with nobody that's probably (laughs) fine like they're all individually so strong and like compelling on their own that I really don't need them to couple up but if they do my ship of heart of course would not mind right yeah I do agree I like that they all have their own story um yeah I I prefer Ivan but it doesn't matter Uh, the truth Mm -hmm. is the first time I read this I did not think that Omega had any feelings I felt like he was very distant and that he hadn't talked enough but now upon reread I do see that he actually it's more subtle I think his expressions are much more muted but when I read it again I noticed that he did have expression and he does have feelings so I I, he uh, you know I liked him a little more this time around (laughs) Yeah, so the last scene is basically um, they, Ivan and Omega have been captured by what we find out they're called the Wraiths, and like W-R-A-I-T-H-S, and um, Omega's like, oh, I thought that there weren't any of you around anymore, and they, whatever it is, they have these red eyes, 
So we haven't knew, like found out much information about them except for that. We know that they've been looking for Omega. They're going to find out. They're going to find the use for Ivan too. And that, you know, it ends with Delta and Anya. And Delta talks to Anya and it seems like there's some kind of plan and some information we're going to find out about her also. And he knows the last thing he says is like, oh, you've been drowning for 25 years and waking up all the time. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I do remember that. It's like, oh yeah, she's been kind of in this loop the entire time, but like, doesn't remember. Something triggered her waking up in that instance, but yeah. And also she's the only one to have survived because they show in the beginning all the other pods, like the bodies are like wasted away. So yeah, what made her I was unique? Wondering about that because like now that I read it again, I was like, are they dead? Are they just like half dead? Are they gonna stay there forever? I, like, um, this is just my memory. They, there's this thing that they need to be able to regenerate. I can't remember the name for it or like the yeah the lab full of insert that word um and i think that the people that were in stasis are somehow the source of it which is why it's limited and they want to protect that lab they wanted to protect that lab so badly and have so much security around it so i think anya's got some of whatever that is in her and that's why she keeps regenerating at least from what i vaguely remember from my last reread of this which was a few months ago so right they definitely are looking the angels are looking for more dramaxil because the regular um droids need that it's like their lifeblood I don't think they mm-hmm. can make it. But the other thing I was confused about, which I didn't really get an answer even upon reread, was like, it seems that Dramaxil, because Omega gets attacked with this capsule, like the stick of Dramaxil. So I, I think it's like harmful to him, but then also the right, life left for the droids. That one I still wasn't clear about. I might reread it once again. <laughs> yeah, might clear it up in this season. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so are we ready to read? Yes. <laughs> okay. It's so long. Okay, ready? Oh, there's music. Oh, we have to mute then, I guess. What? We have to mute because it'll be like echoey. I'll read it with music later. That's fine. I'll mute mute it, yeah. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, we could describe what we're seeing. And Delta scanning. No, let's let's take turns. Let's do we like you'll do the first half, I'll do the second half. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, well, like wind howling through the, the streets and the buildings, everything's very hazy and snowy, and we see Delta's eyes kind of glowing green and scanning the buildings, but it says no movement detected. He scans another building, same thing, no movement detected, but then a bright yellow error message pops up, and he sees something moving, mm-hmm. error unidentified, and he he's listening to one of the androids behind him. They the they say no sign of their master, and Delta says spread south. Leave no stone unturned unturned until Omega is found, and oh. he is naked, <laughs> basically, or he's in like a suit. Right, like, that's like the naked. I don't know. Right, that that is the like, sort of naked, but yeah, that's their body is like a robotic metal body. <laughs> Makes sense though. You you really need the skin, and hair, and by the wrists and stuff. But yeah, was not expecting that. Like, One thing I, I noticed, like these, um, the other droids don't seem to have any personality. Like, first mm-hmm. of all, they're, they're obviously also like all dressed the same. They don't have names. They don't have numbers. And he's like calling him master. I don't know. They don't have any personality. No, they don't. They're not. They're like not artificial. And well, maybe there are some level of artificial intelligence, but they're not like sentient. Like, yeah, no, I think mm-hmm. the way that Delta and, and Omega talk about them, they it feels like they identify with them like like they're fellows. they call them brothers and stuff, right? Or yeah, but they're like, kind. 
Can they even, do they ha have sentience? Like, I don't get the impression they do. Mm -hmm. Oh, also, uh, I forgot to mention this episode is called Lions and Sheep. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, Delta is looking different already. He looks more angular, right? Yeah. I, I always thought his design, like people were like really into his design when it, in the beginning, I always thought he looked kind of creepy, but I think yeah. that was intentional. That's like, what I thought too, but I thought it was creepy on purpose. <laughs> yeah, and I thought it was creepy on purpose, but he kind of looks more handsome now. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But it could just be the, the side profile. I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll see more of his but, face. Yeah. No, I, I scroll down a little bit. I think that his, his art has changed. Well, I'm curious to see how the art has changed. It's been a whole long time. And I know it that like... pretty similar, but, you know, clearly changed slightly. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, he says, I need a small patrol with me. He will head north. Who will head north? Yeah. Who's this he? Yeah, I think it's just him and this other droid. Oh well, the the, the patrol. Mm. So he's continuing to like scrunch through the snow, but then scream huh. a wire or a rail off of a bridge. Wow! And then Oops. turns around and yeets it at another android oh it's one of those oh, I think it's those that third party oh yeah because that's the one is bleeding red mm. and he's saying they're escaping and then he says pursue and then that guy is bleeding on the floor he oh, steps on the bar and pushes it in more Ugh, delta is like so vicious he, he's kind of sadistic like okay. Is then uh, little this little rat is mine. Ugh. Oh but then he gets like a shocked expression and looks up and then says Dramaxil detected. And then it's what is he touching? The one on the floor? Y yes. And it's like uh -huh. causing some weird electrical thing. And Delta's like that's before. Like that's how when they attacked Omega, mm. the new, um like electricity went through him. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, it sprouted these um like trying these cute kind of like the crystals yeah. yeah 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 and he, then delta says it's impossible where did you get this and then the thing is like you already know in italics Ooh. oh and it's another one of these yeah the third party with the glowy eyes says just like you know who we are who, who are you <laughs> i'm very nervous Wow, then, it looks human except for the blue eyes. Well, yeah, just like um, what's her face? The red, the end of season one with the red eyes. Wait, she, she have a name? I, she I have a name. cannot remember. Uh, in my mind, she looks like the other mother from Coraline with the button eyes. If you've seen that, you know. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's a vibe I get. Um, but then the the person on the floor says, "I'm not going to talk either, so you're better off killing me now." And Omega just looks. I mean, I mean, Omega Delta looks completely unbothered, mm -hmm. and frowning. And then they, um, Delta says, "Not at all. You're coming with me with the statistic smile again." He looks like doesn't he look like the Joker here? I, I never. Yeah, the smile. The but... smile looks very um cartoon Joker from like the animated shows of the comics. Yeah. Oh my god. And, and then, then he, he does something else that makes him yeah right and then we see oh is this a new title cod i think it might be i don't know but it says the name of the episode lions and sheep and then we see a room with long long fluorescent lights and someone who's bound by the wrists and then someone 
we see two pairs of feet. One of them's walking towards the tied up person and says, killing you would be easy. And then we see the tied up person is Ivan, but he looks <laughs> beat up. Yeah, it looks like he has this bump swell on his um, cheek. And it looks like he's been there a while. He's got some stubble too. The mustache. I mean, I like, I'm fine with the mustache, but I'm sad that he's being tortured. Mm, yeah. He says, uh, you sure know how to charm a guy, huh? <laughs> See, this is where he is like here. They're like, they both have this flippant attitude. <laughs> yeah. Jokes all the time. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's look in here. And they but... both get tortured, apparently, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> we're not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to. Um, and then, um, oh, it's the Wraith lady. See the long hair. And she says, thankfully, I need you alive. You're ingenuity is the only reason this war-torn city still stands oh so is she on the human side potentially well no she she explains herself in the next sentence i doubt if any of your species would have survived against the androids if it wasn't for your exquisite engineering Mm -hmm. but i need but i need it more than them she is the previous um season showed how he invented at least he was tinkering on some stuff when um when he was talking to Anya. He also talked about how he invented the bracelet that detects ear toxicity. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently he's he's an engineer and invents stuff. Smart boy. You know. And then that, that puts him up a notch. I'm in my Kiri versus Ivan, everyone gets <laughs> they each have like a you know, a scale. That's yeah. <laughs> and then she says, and I've been asking nicely these last two weeks despite your re- refusal. So two weeks of this. Oh. Uh, and then she tip closer to him the footsteps and she says your loyalty towards them is admirable if you were one of my race we would venerate you for such devotion what's so, her race <laughs> yeah, a third unknown third party a wraith i mean her, she's a wraith but what's a wraith mm. um but surely you of all people can understand why we're doing this and then he looks up and like he looks like he's gonna say something, but then he's like, You're me you mean why you're doing this? Uh you want you want what the big bad wolf has? Fine, pick him apart. I could care less. But I'd but don't expect me to help you steal his immortality for yourself. Aww. So he, he cares. I mean, like, I don't know if he cares about the big bad wolf because you know he hates him probably. But maybe in the last two weeks, A, he grew to like him more. B, he knows Anya likes him. C, I think that he just doesn't want to participate in doing something bad, even if it's to someone he doesn't like. I think it might, I think it's more that they, this unknown third party is unknown to him, and he's seen them take the unkillable people down. And mm-hmm. so he figures their skill and technology with the Ten's immortality would probably be bad. Yeah. And she doesn't seem to be aligned with the humans either so he doesn't need another player in this conflict who is better equipped and immortal so yeah. Yeah, I think it's Good mostly true. that I, I genuinely think he does not care whether Omega lives or dies genuinely <laughs> I think you're, you make a very good point mm-hmm. and then he says I'm not sure what illusions of grandeur you're, um, you're living under but I don't particularly care to be a part of them mm. he's so dumb yep. Does she, does he think that she wants to make him immortal? I guess so. I guess he'll be the guinea pig. Oh, 
I'd say they would rather do it on themselves, but if they need to experiment, experiment with someone who's not your kind, but also because they're different races or species or she's a completely different thing, some technology-based thing, mm-hmm. um, human a human might react differently anyways, so might as well use one of their own, but... Uh. And then she grabs him by the collar and pulls him in and says, I've been good to you. I've fed you and gave you shelter, Ivan. Help me take him apart. Learn his secrets. Then we can kill him. And her eyes are glowing all red. And she's being super creepy. Uh, and you're free to go. And then he just stares at her and says, nah. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is like, oh, I'm terrified for him. This is not the first time this man has been tortured. Another thing he shares in common with Kieran. Oh, and he's so brave and defiant. And I like that. But I'm so mm. for him. Oh, oh I, I read ahead a bit. And then, but she's looking all creepy again. And she says, then perhaps I should start removing your fingers instead. And when I'm done, I can throw you out in the open and see how long you last. Oh, wait, Lizzie. I hate you. Mm, that person. He, he's giving her kind of a flat look again. He's like, right. And after you're finished your slaughter and made yourself into a superwoman, what then? You wish us well and we wish us well, say goodbye and promise to write. And then she's kind of like clenching her fist, I think, which is like shaking. She's like, why, yes. Why would I wish to remain in this ruined city? Huh. And then he kind of like, feed that cork of yeah feed that cork of shit to someone else lady i think he doesn't believe her that she doesn't have nefarious plans for the city yeah like he thinks that she wants to destroy the city yeah no smart boy smart boy (laughs) um and i says if you can really kill the gray wolf it makes you even more dangerous than him besides you know his brother is going to track you down that's why we haven't left this hole you're terrified that he'll find you you can't afford to move and you're not strong enough to kill Delta. Huh. That's why you need Omega. And he's got that smile. <laughs> he's like, that's a... why you need Omega. No, no, he looks like the Joker from the card games. Mm. He looks like he he's giving me very Bard and D&D energy in this moment. I don't know why. <laughs> but he's just like, he knows. He, like, it's like he knows he's like, right? And he's having fun, like, messing with her. Mm-hmm. Um, if you so want, you can take off now as well. Or is it just that he has only had Omega? Maybe it could be that he's stronger. Um, I get the sense that Omega is. I mean, maybe that Delta is older than mm-hmm. Omega. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if it's just their physical designs or whatever. But he he seems to be the one mostly in charge of everything. So he's not only got the experience, but he's also got like you know the legion of androids at his back and like the knowledge about a lot of the things that have gone on and everything so i would probably say that he's stronger than omega in that sense mm-hmm. yeah i know that's very cool mm. but yeah you can take over from here i think we're about halfway okay um and then <clears throat> he says you will gladly level this city to get the power he has so yeah he doesn't believe her oh so, yeah Find someone else to do your dirty work. I'm fine with sitting back and looking pretty. Oh, I'm so, I love how he talks, but I'm so scared for him. I feel like he's going to get tortured again. No, he's got main character energy. He's got that plot armor. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> I hope so. But he could be in pain and, and he'll still survive. Yeah. <laughs> but he'll survive. 
okay. <laughs> so she purses her lips. He glares at her. She glares back. They're having a face-off battle of the wills. She has those weird glowy eyes again. And then she says, you know, I wasn't always like this. Okay, don't give me a sob story. I'm not going to like you anyway. <laughs> and he doesn't say anything. And she says, I was normal once. Good, some might say. Okay, good. I'm glad you recognize that you are currently bad. <laughs> but war has a way of making survivors of us all, doesn't it? Steal something from everyone. Children, especially. I mean, war started 25 years ago, so if she is was human, um, yeah, she would have been a child when this happens. She looks like she's in her, what, like, 30s? Well, actually, Definitely. we get an answer right away. Oh. <laughs> it says, you must have been was... when the war began, but I was 20. Okay, so she was, like, 45. Yeah. A girl, really. Just me and my dad. He adored me. Taught me everything I know. I was the luckiest girl in the world to have him. And we see, it looks like a flashback of her and the hand reaching towards her. And the dad is saying, this world is not made for dreamers, he used to tell me. It looks a little ominous to me. We don't see the dad's face. And I feel like the whole setting is ominous. It sounds like she's an experiment. I feel like the dad is not such a great guy. Yeah, I get uh, abusive abusive father senses mm -hmm. from this, this um, visuals. Yeah, let's see. Only those with the will to do what's needed. Yeah, that, that sounds, that kind of like sort of Machiavellian talk. Mm-hmm. Psycho. <laughs> Psycho destroy your own daughter type. And he's fondling her cheek and she's grinning. And he says, he believes, she continues, he believed that's why some were destined to rot away. Sheeps and lions, he insisted. Huh. And they're walking along. Looks like they're on some sort of conveyor belt. Well, Underground. 20 over here, by the way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is her as a child. So her dad has just always been like this, or maybe she's not necessarily human to begin with. Mm. Uh, I have a feeling he experimented on her, but we'll, yeah. we'll find out soon. But this looks like it's before the war started. So yes. She, she said she was 20, and here she's a little girl. And she mm. says, to achieve greatness, one has to sacrifice. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he definitely did some kind of weird experiment to her. <laughs> and she looks back and she says, his death was his own kind of sacrifice, I suppose. Ivan's just still looking, and she, her face is first, her mouth is downturned, but then she smiles and says, hmm, but I never forgot that, lions and sheep. <laughs> like grinning. Hunter and prey. I've long since given up being prey. Tap, tap. Grabs his face, and she says, and if you don't want me to hunt down and devour your little brother, Ivan, mm. as I <laughs> How does she know about the brother? How does she know about the brother? No way in hell he would have brought up his brother, probably even under torture. She knows about the brother. Well, he it might just be like a known thing that he protects a little brother. Mm. Yeah. Well, she heard about him, so it makes sense that she would have heard that too. Yeah. Like, Do not make me the villain, because I will give you more than my wings. Oh, I will gift you with pieces of those you love. <sighs> I wish I would know her name so I could curse it out. And she says, understood. And she's still grabbing his cheek and he's just looking at her with a determined expression. And he yanks it away and says, go drink some motor oil, lady. Maybe it'll take the edge off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You, Ivan. Yeah, yeah, I mean. I agree. You can't let these people take what they want. Also, he, he could just 
hope and pray that you know he stays protected and with all the other people yeah no like i i don't think he's um willing to entertain the idea of her getting to her his brother like and also he knows like like she's already trapped her like he says like how is she gonna get to his brother and like Mm -hmm. she's trying to kill them anyways she was planning to kill his brother anyways so (laughs) yeah but then uh sorry i'm just looking at the panel of her her punching him across the face and the splatter of the blood yeah yeah she gets angry blood splatter all over the place he's dripping blood he's like that's a family now huh (laughs) i admire him i admire his presence of mind under torture and good for him and don't let bad people get their way seriously you should treat Mm. him because he deserves it yeah even with a mouth full of blood he is still maintaining his uh his attitude and i appreciate that Mm -hmm. we love ivan and she is angry she's punching her fist she it's shaking and now the door opens and now we finally learn her name it's like yelena someone says yelena and it is a person with they look like they have normal hair also but like also their body is like and their eyes are glowing if you scroll down a bit right um but it still looks pretty normal and says yes and and he says we had another close call we need to move face it actually looks like the guy that delta attacked it could be yeah it could be say like similar eye color like kind of a tealy green color yeah the hair also but i I don't know if we know for sure but and it also does like messed up the front of his outfit with that pipe that he shoved through him so yeah we don't know how fast they heal maybe they also have regenerative Mm, maybe but the blood stains well i don't know i don't know if it's the same guy or not face and yelena is like we will stay here and like get what i want and he said get this one back to this cell no food or water if you're not appreciative of my good manners perhaps this will help clear your head and the guy takes him out and he's like see you tomorrow (laughs) and the guy like walk shoves him i love this little shit uh Walking down the hallway, and I've been being all ferocious. I'm screenshotting this. This is an amazing shot. <laughs> oh my god, he looks so determined and brave, and we love him. And now, yeah, now we have this total switch from this like horrible, dirty, grimy cellar. I was switched to this opulent chandelier with the golden light, and we have Anya on the side, and she's like slamming her hand against her own hand. Tap, 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 turning around. Looks like she's getting up from her chair, standing up. Okay, that's a little different. She was in this chair, right, which is like the last place we seem to have seen her. It's a really pretty house, a lot of glass windows. She's getting up, sunlight, and rise and set, whatever, behind her. She gets up and she says, Delta. Delta looks different. They both look a little different. Yeah, Delta, Delta, they made Delta more attractive and less creepy. At least his resting face, probably <laughs> the creepy smile we saw. I think he's still creepy, but his facial structure is more rigid now. It's more um, like it went from more cartoony, like and flat and elongated, to more yeah. like realistic. And, he had really um, strange like curves about his face that kind of made him look slightly unhuman, which again is probably intentional. So right. now he looks flatter. human. They yeah. were like more stretched out, like and wider than they should be. So yeah, mm-hmm. they're a little more proportional now. But he's still very well dressed, as he always was. Mm-hmm. and she's like you're back okay we need to talk we need to be in this pretty place and that's where it ends <laughs> uh, 
Oh, and it's a return week special. We get coins. I know. Yeah, I just got it too. <laughs> yeah, one coin. Yeah, and there's there's three fast passes. I don't know. I I think I might fast pass. <laughs> I want to. I think I wanted to because um, series I'm fast passing. I think is going on hiatus soon, so I can afford it. Oh, so are we fast passing then? Yeah. How many fast passes are there? Three. Okay. Okay, let me stop it so that I can, like, publish this one separately, and then... Thank you so much to my current patrons. Susie, Lady Libris, Lily, Jenny, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe, Rochelle, Sasha Toggles, Anna Rose, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, Emilda, Esther, I'm watching you people, Emily, Jean, Jen, Aaron, Kitty, Lily, Beckett, Duranta, Christine, Sadie, Kelly, Teresa, Mrs. Castaldo, Tatiana, Louisa, Rachel, and Stacey Moon. Your support is truly appreciated.